Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome back to Gamer Heroes. I am Derek, one of the two hosts of the show, and I've got my co-host John on the line. What's Yo. up, dude? Hey, how's it going? It's good How to be are back. you? I'm Feeling well. Better? Much better. Much better. <laughs> you know, it was uh, it was a long battle of of you know what was going to win, death or or me surviving this, and I, I happened <laughs> to make it through. Well, I'm glad because we have so much stuff to talk about this week. We've got tons of games. We have a Nintendo Direct to cover, uh, South Park stuff to talk about, SNES classics, and you know all that good stuff. Uh, we're going to be covering some news. We're going to be covering a lot of Nintendo Direct because they dropped just a ton of information earlier today. We record this on Wednesday. So if you missed that, we will fill you in on some of the highlights. And... Uh, I guess we might as well get started. So, John, you're going to start us off yeah. with what? What are you talking about? I'm going to talk about uh, something I think is pretty exciting. Um, they have officially announced L.A. Noir coming to Xbox One, PS4, and guess what? The Switch! It's pretty exciting. Have you? So, Derek, have you ever played L.A. Noir? I have never played L.A. Noir. It was one of those games that was on my list and I just missed Dude, it, that's a big miss. It it's really good. Like, it's like, do you ever like the movie? Do you ever watch the movie The Black Dahlia or The Untouchables? Any of those type of movies? The Untouchables, yeah, yeah, I've seen The Untouchables. Excellent film, right? Absolutely. Win many awards. It, it, it's kind of that same concept of like you know taking place in you know 1947, I believe, or yeah, 1947, um, and being. Uh, an investigator at that time while all these things are happening um, historically. So you've still got mobsters. It's a, it's exceptional game. Like it's really fun. And I love set pieces. I'm a sucker for those set pieces. So um, I'm really excited to hear that this is coming to the switch. What they're also doing is adapting the game to play uh, on VR. Did you know that? Really? Yeah, so they've actually been working out the mechanics for, uh, I'm not, uh, it looks like the HTC Vive is going to be getting it in November this year. So that's pretty exciting. Interesting. So it's not coming to PSVR? Um, There's no confirmation on PSVR. That's surprising. So that's a big win for Vive. Yeah. Um, So, okay, so let's talk a bit about this, though, because the game, you know, came out a while ago. Yeah, 2011. Is there anything new in this one? Is it the same game just re-released or what? Well, actually, that's a great question. It's going to come with all the bonus and downloadable content that the game released with. You have to remember, this game was released um, during three, Xbox 360 and PS3. Mm, okay. So right. this, uh, it's a little bit older. So I, I definitely imagine that Rockstar is going to be revamping the graphics, but you're going to be getting all of the bonus content with it, so it's a complete game. Well, okay, that that's kind of good. So it's got all the DLC and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I never played any of the DLC. Um, as a matter of fact, there's some some really good DLC. I forgot what the titles are. Let me see here. If they give me a list of what those extra titles were, or at least the name and the content, additional content. Here we go. Um... So it looks like they have some content that follow along with the movie The Naked City um, that kind of has a – it has a case that kind of coincides with that movie, which is pretty okay. cool. Um, that's some of the bonus content. And then there's a version that was only released on the PS3 
that will be available on all all of the platforms. It was called the Consoles Car. So pretty cool. It's exciting stuff nice. to look for. Is there a release date yet? Do we know? Um, no. Uh, as far as – well, actually I lied. I think we're looking at November 14th. Okay. But I don't think that's been confirmed. I think so it's that, just November. That was the date that Nintendo mentioned for the Switch. I just didn't know if it was the same for everybody. Yeah, yeah. It so. looks like it's supposed to be because that would actually put it – let's see, November 14th. November a, 14th is a Tuesday, so that's kind of odd for a Switch release. Yeah, I mean, not for a third party. Nintendo does all their stuff on Fridays, but um, gotcha. third, third, third party stuff still usually on Tuesdays. Because, I mean, you wouldn't want to release it, you know, three or four days after everybody else. Right. You know, and obviously Microsoft and Sony are not going to just let Nintendo release it, to, you know, three or four days early. So, <laughs> um so that's cool. That's neat. I think it's great. I'm I'm super excited. I, I think uh, to play that, it's called the LA Noir, the VR case files for the uh, HTC Vive. It would be really cool to play, to be honest with you. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, I would be interested to know what that's like. So neither of us have that because um, it's a little expensive, you know. But uh, if anybody out there does have the Vive and they plan on checking out L.A. Noir for VR, let us know. Hit us up. Contact at HeroesPodcast.com or at HeroesPodcast because I want to know what you guys think of that because I will only be able to play it on a normal <laughs> console. So, <laughs> Hey, it, I mean, maybe maybe in the next uh, couple years, maybe next year, uh, VR will get to a point where it's a little more affordable. I mean, I'm hoping so. You know, PSVR is getting cheaper and cheaper, of course, and uh, right. the, the Vive is slashed a little bit off, but still, it's still pricey, you know. Um, not saying it's a ripoff or anything like that. It's a new technology, but uh, it's just it's a little out of my range. So, Well, as soon as it, as soon as it hits that $199, $299 price mark, mm-hmm. I, I'll be all over that PSVR. It's just Fair enough. Right, out, right outside my grasp right now. Very cool, man. So any, anything else on that? Um, no, that's all. I mean, that's just, that's exciting. Yeah. No, that's really cool. Uh, they did mention it on the Nintendo Direct, which was kind of just a crazy thing to see. Um, but we'll get to the Switch stuff on that. I, I'm going to talk for a minute about the 3DS news. Um, yeah. So the Nintendo Direct more or less split between 3DS and the Switch. And for anybody out there who thought that Nintendo was going to move away from the DS line because of the Switch, or that Nintendo even felt that the Switch was going to cannibalize the DS line. They are certainly not showing those <laughs> cards. Um, I'm not going to talk about everything that, that came out today. Uh, they provided a bunch of new information on Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, which come out November 17th, um, right. in- including some, some details on some of the new stuff. There's a Valley of Pikachu that I'm sure lots of people will be excited about. Um, and, uh, if you buy the game, um, and I assume this means activate it, uh, before January 10th, 2018, you'll get, uh, a special Pokemon, you'll get some quick balls and some other stuff. Uh, so lots of big stuff there. The, the fun thing, and this actually got my attention is on November 3rd, they're releasing a Pokeball edition of the 2DS XL, which looks really, really cool. Um, and I've already thought about trading in my 3DS XL for the 2DS XL, and that that might get me to do it. So you – let me ask you. So will you be picking up the uh, – I guess for the Switch? Will you be picking up the Pokemon Sun and Moon Dark it's, for the Switch? Or well, this is you just, already have it. It's just 3DS uh, or the, ah, just okay. the, the DS line. Um, and I, I have Pokemon Sun and Moon already. And I haven't even beat one of them because I just haven't had the time. So, no, I, I'm not going to pick up Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon immediately. Um, part of me has thought about maybe just trading in. I have a steel book. I bought the steel book of Sun and Moon. And part of me has thought about maybe just trading that in and getting one of the, the Ultras uh, because that's just a little more my speed. But, I mean, I've got a buddy who's already got it pre-ordered and he's still playing uh, Sun and Moon's, uh, the, the post-game stuff, or, you know, whatever you want to call it. So, there's a lot of people out there that are looking for the new content, and, I mean, it looks fun, it looks good, the graphics have been updated, and they've added this new stuff, new 
uh, visual styles of the characters and new clothing items you can buy, and they changed your first encounter for when you pick your first Pokemon and how that works. So, you know, there's a ton of stuff in there. Um, And if you don't want to repeat Sun and Moon uh, on September 22nd, so just, you know, this next week here, um, Pokemon Gold and Silver launch on the eShop on the uh, the DS line, so you can pick up those classic games as well. So huh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I-, I might pick up one of those, because I never got to play Gold and Silver. I missed that generation, so I might check those out. I, I played them... Um, now, that came out on... That was still a, was, a Game Boy Advance, right? It was, it was still Game Boy Okay, yeah, I did definitely play those, yes. which is pretty cool. I think that's really awesome that they're coming out with that. Yeah, I mean, they're going to join, you know, the original three. Red, blue, and yellow are already available on the eShop at nine ninety nine each. I assume these will also be nine ninety nine each. Um, and so, yeah. you know, you can kind of get your back collection. Since if you want the physical games, they're all still worth 30 to 50 bucks a piece. Um, so this is a cheaper way to, to snag those. Um, tons of other stuff. The big surprise for me, and this one really caught me off guard, is literally available now <laughs> um, as of the end of the um, the Nintendo Direct. Digital only, the physical version will come at an unknown later date, but Minecraft 3DS edition. Wow, that is pretty cool. Just out of nowhere. It's going to have survival and creative mode. It'll come with uh, a few skin packs and texture packs. The inventory, crafting, and map are all handled on the touch screen. So you're, you're not wasting screen space by using those features like you would on uh, any other mode, that uh, any other platform you play the game on. Um, so that was just, just caught me off guard. I mean, you know, Minecraft came to Switch already, of course. Um, but nobody had talked about it coming to, uh, to 3DS to my knowledge. So that was kind of neat. That is pretty cool. Yeah. So does that, is that support crossplay? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I would imagine that it eventually will because they're adding crossplay for Switch, Xbox, iOS, and Android. So I would imagine that they would not leave out the 3DS. Yeah, because I feel like that would be a huge win for people who couldn't upgrade to the Switch, but you know, still have a 3DS. Yeah, I think it would be a really good thing for them to do if they're able to uh, to make the technical side of that work. I don't see right. why they couldn't, um, just because you know it's not going to be any more rudimentary than the iOS or Android versions of the game. So I don't see why that would be a problem. But it's a good question. Yeah, I, I'm interested to see how that... So wait, that's actually available now. The digital version is available right now, yeah. Huh. What's the cost on that? Um, you know, they didn't mention it, and I'm trying to look it up here on the website, because um, I, I don't have my, my DS powered up right now, or I would check, but uh, I'm not sure. So um, I'll, have to, Interesting. I'll have to look that up. But um, And then, let's see, on... On other DS news, the only other thing I really want to uh, to hit on is a new Mario Party game that is a little impressive. Um, it's called Mario Party The Top 100, and it is the best games, the best 100 Mario Party games from all 10 Mario Party titles. Wow, that's actually pretty cool. It's like a greatest hits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a greatest hits of a hundred games. And that's amazing. It, uh, it also supports, uh, what's called download play, which for anyone who doesn't know, um, download play allows multiple people to play together on a game, uh, with only one person actually owning it. So for example, uh, John and I each have DS consoles. If I bought Mario Party, he can play with me on his DS. Uh, without purchasing the game because it supports download play for up to four players. That's pretty awesome. Which is neat. It's not the first game to to use that feature, but I'm really excited that it's continuing to be used because um, you know Mario Party games are about playing with other people, and I imagine this will be a thirty or a thirty five dollar title. So you know, even if, if we say the low end at thirty bucks, four people, that's one hundred and twenty dollars. 
Right. You know, versus back in the day, you would just buy it once on a GameCube or the Wii or whatever, and everyone could play. So, Dude, those were some of the best games I played. And I told you I really liked Fusion Frenzy. Yes. It's very Fusion Frenzy-like. It is. It is very similar. Um, and I, I just looked it up. It looks like the digital edition of Minecraft 3DS edition is twenty nine ninety nine USD. So... That's not bad. That's pretty pretty fair. I mean, it's a normal DS game price. You know, most of those games are either twenty nine ninety nine or thirty four ninety nine. So it's right in that wheelhouse. Um, and that's that's pretty much it from the DS news. Uh, unless you want to get really specific. I mean, like I said, they they mentioned a ton of stuff. Um, of course, uh, Metroid: Samus Returns comes out on uh, Friday, the day this podcast releases. Um, they uh, noted several other games from from Atlas and Capcom that will be coming out in 2018, and then um, later this year, we've got, uh, of course, uh, another Layton's uh, Journey, which is really neat. So anyone who's never played the Layton games, um, they're kind of like mystery problem-solving games. And in this one, you actually get to play as um, Layton's daughter, uh, Catriel, which is really cool. It's called Catriel and the Millionaire's Conspiracy, and that comes out October 6th, which is a good game in that. Um, and then there's Kirby Battle Royale, which comes out January 19th, 2018, which is like a Kirby battle game. Um, that you can all fight as different versions of Kirby against each other. I mean, just tons and tons of stuff out on the, uh, the 3DS. So um, if you want more detail on any of these things, I suggest you just go out to Nintendo... Um, and watch the Nintendo Direct for more on that. So you mentioned, sorry, I was curious, you mentioned uh, more Capcom games, right? Yes. Did they give you any specifics on those? Because I'm, I'm looking, I have something in mind that I'm hoping they <laughs> are announcing. <laughs> so there's a new Ace Attorney, Apollo Justice, comes out this November, um, and then Fire Emblem Warriors will be coming to the 3DS on October 20th. Not what I was hoping, but okay. What were you hoping for? <laughs> well, I'm hoping for another Resident Evil game, or I know they mentioned Revelations, but... Uh, well, those are for Switch, so yeah, Revelations 1 and 2 are coming to Switch. Yeah, that I, I know, I, I own those, and I actually just played those. Replayed them. <laughs> yeah, they're coming. But, uh, Let's see. They're Resident. I'm hoping for six or 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 seven. Honestly. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that would be amazing. Uh, Revelations one and two come to Switch on November 28th, so just in time for the holidays. It's still pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll probably pick. I'll probably pick those up. So, but uh, that's pretty much it for DS news. There is some other stuff out there, but we're going to uh, to move on. We spent ten minutes on the DS, so we'll move on to other things. Sure, I'll I'll uh, I'll break it up. Okay. Um, we've got some new interesting news uh, regarding South Park: The Fractured Butthole um, game, and it looks like I know you're very excited for this game, <laughs> and this is actually this is something I expect of the South Park series, but. They've come up with a whole new difficulty setting, and the setting itself is making a statement. So basically, to when you increase difficulty, the color of your character's skin changes. So in theory, it's a statement saying if your color your color skin is black, you know it's not the game that it's going to be difficult, but the the decisions or the luck. I guess the luck factor in the game make the game harder for you as a black person in the game, which is a a bold statement. I I totally understand that. It it totally is. Uh, I read a little bit about this, and it's it's not totally foreign to them because uh, for anyone who did not play uh, Stick of Truth, which was their first game for the the previous generation of consoles – um, one of the roles, because it's, you know, it's an RPG, right? It's a fantasy yeah. RPG. Well, one of the, the types of characters you could pick, and for those who don't know, I am Jewish, uh, you could be a Jew. And it gave you certain abilities and certain, like, uh, quote, armor, so to speak, that you could wear. <laughs> uh, that was a, a very stereotypical of that, right? To kind of play into that. And that's something South Park has always done, is they've always critiqued stereotypes and things of that nature. And this is a really... Really st- uh, stark, but good example of that. Basically, 
telling the gamer, look, you know, it is harder for people of color day to day, right? Because it's not going right. to affect, uh, they, they did say it's not going to affect the damage when it you're actually It doesn't battle. affect your combat. Yeah. Just the other aspect of your whole life. Right, exactly. <laughs> Which is pretty intense. And I, I, I appreciate that they're doing this because it, it's a pretty factual statement that in general, in the United States, that if you are a person of color, uh, it is harder for you on a regular basis because there are a lot of terrible racist people out there that um, are not good, <laughs> is really the, well, the well, point. They even took it an extra step further, and um, since you played the Stick of Truth, you weren't you didn't have a choice of gender, so you actually get to choose a woman, uh, boy, girl, or other – uh, it looks like. And when you choose a female, um, <laughs> this is really interesting, but it says uh, if you ch- it's like there's a part where you're choosing your gender and you're in, a, um, in the office with Mr. Mackey and you choose a female and he ums and ahs before calling your parents <laughs> to reinforce your decision in the game. Right. Well, I, I mean, so I like that they are providing an other option as well um, for, uh, you know, people who are not, uh, who don't identify as male or female. Um, There are a lot of people that do not identify that way and they are gamers. And so it's, it's funny that it takes, you know, a, a fandom like South Park to really try and be inclusive, but at the same time make bold statements about social issues. For sure. Leave it to them. I, I I have watched every single episode of South Park a million times. Uh, no, I lied. Probably about a hundred times. And uh, yeah, I, I expect nothing nothing less out of them on this. But um, yeah, it, it just goes to show you you can still have a stance and make a fun game. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, did you you know South Park is back tonight? Right, we're recording on Wednesday, yeah. so. Yeah, I won't. I I probably won't get to watch the new episode till tomorrow on Hulu. Yeah, yeah, probably me too. I've, I've got it set to DVR, but we'll see. I uh, I'm still one of those people who has cable, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's throwing his money away, guys. I, I I mean I am, but um, some of the stuff that I watch you can't get on Hulu, so it's it's a difficult balance. Um, but you can on an antenna. It depends on what it is, and you can't record that particularly easily. Right. You know, right. So, so for example, when the Orville uh, premiered last weekend, I was not home to actually watch the premiere, so I recorded it, I DVR'd it, and I was able to watch it later. If I, Which is on Hulu. It, well, that, yeah, obviously that's not the best example, but I don't, I don't have to pay for Hulu because I have cable, so I, don't, right. I just don't pay for it, but um, I just use DVR. But uh, something else, you know, like, um, oh, the premiere of Star Trek Discovery, which will be on CBS, um, you know, I can DVR that or, you know, The Big Bang Theory. That's true. Yeah. That'll be good. But uh, but yeah, man. So that's, that's really interesting. I mean, pe- there are some people uh, who are like me are still a little bit skeptical that the South Park fractured, uh, the fractured butthole will ever actually come out. <laughs> Because it's been delayed like three times. Um, you know, I, I just don't understand w- what is holding this game up. Like, in my opinion, the, the graphics and the mechanics aren't <laughs> cutting edge. So I'm just really confused on what what is the holdup. Well, I think that the style is, a, is actually part of it. Because it is a very unique and very specific design style that there aren't a lot of game engines around that are compatible with that. I mean, think about it. You know, if you pick the you know the Unity engine or Frostbite or whatever, you know, those are designed for particular types of graphics. This is not like any of those other games. Yeah, but like Frostbite, we're talking like that would be the the battlefields use the Frostbite, and uh, they don't seem to be having a problem. Well, right, but that's my point. That do you want a South Park game that looks like that? <laughs> It looks like that. I mean, do, I mean, do, is that what you want? Your, I mean, South Park can't look. Like, you mean only the most realistic there is? Uh, do you want Cartman <laughs> to look realistic in like 4K HDR? Because I do not. No, no. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to see that. So, 
I don't, because they it was that episode they did it live action. You remember the one? The live where they did half of it live action. They were uh, they were gonna go. Um, I can't remember that. What's one. that? That line. It's what's that thing? Those uh, zip lining and half of it was live action. <laughs> it was creepy. I mean, that one I don't remember. But um, uh, what is the uh, the f- uh, fun time with weapons? Yeah, that's one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> Where, you know, they, they uh, do the anime thing, and then, of course, um, yes. make love. Like, protect my balls! Yes, like, the an anime yes. song. <laughs> it's hilarious. And then my personal favorite, which is, of course, make love, not Warcraft. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Our children are in there. Oh my god, my wife and kids are in there. So good. I love that one so This much. could be the end of the world. Of Warcraft. Of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's a great episode. Every t- great episode. Every time I watch it, I, I want to start playing WoW, and I, I've ne- I know I've never paid for a WoW subscription. I've only done the free up to level whatever. So no, but then you realize immediately you're like, oh, the whole stance of this episode is that these people have no life. <laughs> Some people, I mean, you know, I got a lot of friends who play WoW, and it's a tough balance, of course, when you're paying, you know. 12 bucks a month for a game um, that's constantly changing and evolving, but it's, it's a big commitment. I mean, I, I play Star Trek online um, once in a while, like twice a year, maybe now. And uh, it's hard to jump back into a, a world like that. Cause you have no idea what's been going on the last six months. It, it just doesn't appeal to me. And I'm not here to dog on wow. It just doesn't appeal to me personally. Cause for me, wow. Like, I would rather play Oblivion or Dragon Age Inquisition or something. Like, I just feel like WoW is not... I know you can increase the graphics and there's lots of options, but, like, those type of things to me, they just don't... The graphics are not that great. Well, I don't think it's... It's not appealing. MMOs are never about the graphics. I understand that. It's about the options, really. It's the universe, right? I mean, these people, there are people who meet and get married on WoW, and, um, you know, uh, people who, they, they meet each other at BlizzCon, their, their guilds get together, and these are, like, some of their best friends, and there are a lot of people who prefer to have that type of social interaction, and these MMOs give them that ability. It's, it's pretty cool stuff, and I, I just don't have the, the time to put into it. Um, especially because I, I play so many games, but I yeah. definitely get the appeal. And I kind of, there are times where I wish I had a guild where I had a core group of people who, you know, we met on a regular basis and, you know, we could go to BlizzCon together as a big group and, you know, have dinners and stuff like that. It just sounds like a lot of fun, you know? Uh, I mean, you're totally right. That, that aspect of it is, is appealing, but yeah, like, I don't know. It's... <laughs> I guess it's just not for me. Yeah, I get that. Um, just like I mean, Call of Duty, Call well, of Duty is not for me. So not anymore. Yeah. Not for me either. <laughs> I just, I just require a little more of my games. You know what I mean? Instead of like, basically, Call of Duty is like the Vin Diesel movies of the Hollywood world. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, we're just kind of over the juiced up monkey shit. So we need to so. come some Call of Duty names that are like really bad puns, like <laughs> Fast and Furious titles. <laughs> Uh, we can easily (laughs) duty of the call like like come on guys like (laughs) and then next thing you know yeah well actually they've already done that in one of the call of duty games the main character turns on his people just like vin diesel did in the last film (laughs) so silly ripping somebody off these days oh man i know i know um, okay, well let's let's switch subjects here. Uh, switch. I see what you did there. Um, so Nintendo at their direct announced a ton of stuff for Switch. Some stuff cool, some stuff not surprising. Other stuff really caught me off guard. So um, first, I want to talk about this guy took like four four pages of notes. I did. By I the way. Took four <laughs> pages of notes on the Nintendo Direct. Uh, so Arena of Valor is a MOBA that is uh, going to go into a free beta this winter. And um, it's, you know, it it is a MOBA. It is a straight-up MOBA. It's League of Legends, Heroes of the Storm-style game. Um, It does support 5v5, 3v3, and 1v1, which is pretty cool. Um, And it's on Switch, which is really interesting. So for those who don't know, MOBA stands for... um, 
massive online battle arena. Uh, or, uh, yeah. And, um, it's, uh, kind of like a, a tower defense game is essentially what it is where there's lanes and you go down these lanes, destroying towers and try and get to the core, um, of That's the other team. Right now, uh, everybody does it a little bit differently. Heroes of the Storm from Blizzard does some really cool stuff with each map where you have different objectives. It's not always just go attack the core. Um, they do some neat, neat stuff with that. Um, but, uh, this looks like a very, just classic MOBA, um, and uh, it's going to be on a console on the Switch. You could take it on the go. It's got online battles and all that kind of stuff. So that sounds kind of cool, and we can check it out for free this winter. So I'll be checking that out. Uh, usually MOBAs are free, and you have to buy the heroes, right? And heroes can range in price from two or three bucks up to ten or fifteen bucks. Usually, the newer they are, the more expensive. That makes sense. Do you, did you ever play a MOBA? Um, you know, it's just not my kind of thing. And, and I think particularly if I came across the right one, but I don't know. There's nothing that really, I guess, what do you call Marvel Ultimate Alliance? I don't remember what that game is. <laughs> oh, okay. So, okay. You played the original, like X-Men, uh, platformer for super nintendo like way right back in the day yeah right. i mean a long long time ago yeah so it's like that but like more updated in 3d graphics from a higher angle i mean i don't think that those are mobas i think they're just like rpgs okay well then no i guess i really haven't played it that much so i'm a big fan of heroes of the storm uh it's hard to get a five person team together on a regular basis but i actually really love playing that game and uh, they, what's cool, so Heroes of the Storm, for those who don't know, the, what I really like about it is it's characters from the Blizzard universes. So there are WoW characters in StarCraft and Overwatch and so forth. So, um, you know, you, you can play as Diablo. You can play as Nova. I think that's cool. Tracer is a character that you can play as, right? And um, so it, it's a fun way to see these characters in weird situations, and they're all role-based where... You know, some are, you know, ranged and some are tanks and, you know, yada, yada. And they all have mounts that you can, you can uh, activate and do some cool stuff. So it, it's a cool thing. You can check it out, check out most MOBAs for free. Um, and then you just have to pay for, for characters. I know like League of Legends has like, you know, rotating free characters every couple of weeks. So I think that's really cool. And I think that keeps it fresh and interesting. So that that would be one for me that that I would consider. Well, you let me know, and we will hop on, and we will play some some hots, as they call it. We got to do that. Get some hots. I'm good with it. Um, all right, let's see what else we got going on here. So um, the big announcements. I'm just gonna get these out of the way right now. The big announcements are that uh, holiday 2017, and then later in 2018, the following two games are coming to Switch. Doom. Oh, no way. And Wolfenstein 2. That's awesome. <laughs> I am very happy to hear that. How crazy would it be to play freaking Doom and Wolfenstein Doom. back on the Nintendo? We're talking the new Doom, yeah. right? That's amazing. That's a shame I have it on my PC, but that's... That's amazing. I held off on both of these because I just haven't had the time to play them, and now it's like my wish is granted because I want everything on Switch. So, <laughs> see, I, it's so true. No, it's so true. And I know, listeners, you you're, you keep hearing us talk about the Switch so much, but I swear, if you don't already have one, you will get the same sensation. Like I, I'm I'm not trying to like sell you on it. Like seriously, it's one of those things where you're just like, this is so awesome, and I can take it everywhere with me. And uh, you just wish every game like that. That's a good one. I'm really happy to hear that because I feel like there is lack of adult strong games like that. And I need those type of games. I think that's for me what takes it out of like right now. I, I like my I love my switch. I love the games that are out, but they're not like immersive enough. They're not like serious enough yet. Like nothing's really tested this thing, you know, <laughs> and and it's good to hear that. Yeah, yeah, I, I know what you mean. I mean, it's one of those things where 
Nintendo has historically been very family friendly and kid focused. You know, when, right? Uh, back on the Wii when Mad World came out, uh, and that was an excellent game. Great game. And but, but but let's say graphically, considering it was in black and white except for blood, uh, graphically we didn't really test the machine. We don't really know the limits. Well, Doom I feel is a game that's going to really push that switch. Yeah, no, I think you're right about that. I mean, the Wii was a very a low-end power console. Um, oh, yeah. But it was just an example of, you know, that was a controversial title because it was rated mature and there was blood and things like that. And um, Nintendo's taking all these crazy chances now. I mean, in, in um, you know, uh, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, you've got Mario and Luigi wielding guns, which outside of Smash Brothers has never happened before. Um, and now you've got Doom and Wolfenstein 2 coming to Switch. You've got... That- Rocket League doing, you know, cross-play with with Xbox and everything. I mean, they're taking some serious chances, and I love it. But but I think they're adding – like, that's just – you know what? I I just want to say this. That is what makes the Switch truly, truly a unique piece of machinery. Uh, And they did exactly what they said they were going to do. They're going to change the way we game. And they're they're doing it one step at a time. This is why the Switch is going to have the most the best year yet. Yeah, no, I, I am completely with the you. best gaming year. It, yeah. The Switch is a unique console, and no one's going to sit there and argue that it is um, you know strong as as strong as or stronger than the others or anything like that. But it's unique, and it's it's a lot of fun. I I bet you. Depending on how well Skyrim and Doom perform on the Switch, and Wolfenstein, honestly, because those are pretty graphically intensive, you're you're talking. Depending on how they perform, that that might be. Then then eyebrows might raise and go, "Oh, this thing might actually be a competitor." Well, okay. So speaking of Skyrim, um, they did finally explain how you can get the um, the Zelda Master and Champion gear. Uh, <laughs> cool. So there's two ways to get it, because you can get you know, the Master store Sword and the Champion's Garb and all that. Um, there's two ways to do it. One is through certain Amiibo. So for those who collect Amiibo, I have, I have a good collection of Amiibo, I will admit. Uh, you can unlock them by using the Amiibo in the game. Or they are available in-game via treasure hidden throughout the Skyrim map. I knew they were going to do some shit like that. <laughs> Well, I mean, but think about it, though. I mean, that's how most of the uh, most of the cool armor and weapons are in games like this. They don't just have them sitting in a store. I I know, but that's not what I meant. What I meant is, like, I want it to be, like, a secret mission you find somewhere and you can get but it. But maybe that's what they mean, that it's out in the map. Like, they're not giving us details, you know, so... No, I feel like... I maybe feel it's like a quest. It's probably, like... It's probably, like, the Zelda Breath of the Wild, like... Here's a photo of every location this girl's been to. Go to every single one of these locations, you'll get a cool prize. Like, ah, oh, don't do that to me. Well, I mean, who knows? But I'm hoping it's a quest. I'm hoping it's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Skyrim hits on November <laughs> 17th, but... Can you repeat when Doom and Wolfenstein so hit no again? So no hard dates. Uh, Doom is this year, though. Ah, Doom will be in 2017. Okay, that's good. Um, and then okay. Wolfenstein is sometime in 2018. But no, no hard okay. date on that yet. So, dude, that's that. Oh man, I'm I, <laughs> I'm very happy to hear that, <laughs> dude. I am so happy right now. Um, that is cool. Continuing down the Zelda and Amiibo path for a moment, uh, the champions from Zelda: Breath of the Wild, will, the four champions, will each be getting their own Amiibo on November 10th that will unlock special headgear in the game based on their respective divine beasts. That's uh pretty So that's cool. interesting. Just yeah, it's a, an amiibo thing. So you got to you got to like amiibo. Yeah. So. Yeah. I I think they they already had uh, a few pretty cool amiibos, but um I guess the the goodies that came with those weren't weren't as impressive. Yeah. Um, the only other two things I want to talk about uh, for will be we'll end on Mario Odyssey I think because I want to geek out about that. Um, but this is an interesting game. So have you ever played uh, like Bravely Default or any of the other RPGs from Square Enix? 
Um, no, I don't think I've played those. So Bravely Default has been wildly successful on the DS. Uh, great RPG, turn-based game. And uh, that's Square Enix that made it. And so they have they announced this game a long time ago with no real information, just a title screen. And now we got a little bit more. And it's called, this is a working title, it's called Project Octopath Traveler. And this game is an RPG that is a Switch exclusive. Um, and what's really cool about this is the graphics. It is a three-dimensional world with two-dimensional characters. Okay. So it looks really neat. It's a really beautiful design. It's still a work in progress. Uh, but there is a demo available now uh, to download on the eShop on Switch. And so I'm going to go download that, I think, probably tonight and check that out. Um, but it's coming in 2018, and it's a beautiful-looking game where you can play as these all these different characters that have different uh, backgrounds and styles and everything, and it just it looks really cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm did they release any footage? There is, I was just there curious. is a um, there is a a trailer that's out there now uh, okay, that you can cool. check out. Project Octopath Traveler. Um, and the title and the graphics are still a work in progress, but it just looks really interesting. And they call the graphic concept, the way it looks, the UI, they call it HD2D, um, is what they've kind of coined it. And I, cool. I think it's a, I think it's a, uh, a reasonable name for what this looks like because it's a very unique art style. And it's not really three-dimensional graphics. It's not really two-dimensional graphics. Um so you guys should definitely just go check that out, and uh, I'm going to go download the demo and see what it's like. Um, and then let's let's end on Mario Odyssey here. So yeah. I am pumped for this game, man. October 27th, we're a little over a month away, um, and we got a bunch of new information about it. So first off, it will be getting a hardware bundle, a special Mario Odyssey Switch bundle with theme Joy-Cons and a case. So if you don't have a Switch yet, maybe you want to hold off and see if you can get lucky and snag one of these. Um, I imagine they will be hard to get based on, you know, Nintendo's track record, but who knows. Um, but I think what's really cool about this is they showed off a bunch of new worlds they explained who Cappy is, so you know that Mario's hat has the <laughs> eyes and everything. Yeah, which we can actually play in co-op, local yeah, co-op. And they that explain is. why, because he's actually a separate character <clears throat> from this group of people, um, these creatures, and he is just possessing the hat. Because not only oh. can you possess characters in the game, you can possess objects in the game. That's like, cool. In one point, they showed you possessing a fireball jumping through lava. No shit. So that's going to add. What that means is there's going to be some pretty intense mechanics this in this game. This game looks so fucking crazy amazing. I, I know. I'm just saying, if you can. Like, we're talking really thinking outside the box here. If you can possess a fireball going over a volcano. Think about what you're going to have to do in some of the parts of the game. You're probably going to have to like be like, oh, I can't get past this and really spend a lot of time and go, oh, maybe I can by doing this. Exactly. That's got to be crazy. No, that's exactly right. Um, and this is really cool. So for a long time now, John, you and I have been collecting coins in Mario games. We have. Well, there are shops in this game in the in the worlds where you can trade in those coins and buy stuff. Finally, they're not worth nothing. It's so cool, <laughs> you can buy like you can actually change Mario's style and outfits. Oh, that's tight. so. Some match the worlds that you go to because the worlds are all different. There's Safari and there's snow and there's candy and you know, um, but they have some classic Mario designs. Like, you can actually get the Dr. Mario doctor's coat. That's cool. I, it's, just, it's just a fun little detail that you think Mario's been around for 30-plus years, and just now you can finally customize the way he looks in a prime mainline Mario game by purchasing stuff with the coins that you collect. 
that you earn throughout like, the game. How crazy yeah. is it that it took until now for that to be a mechanic? <laughs> I don't. I don't think that it took until now. I think they're just like, this is the game to do it on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty awesome though. So really, this year all of my money is going to switch. I mean, that's games. what it seems like, right? The end of the year. So like October, I think kicks it off because. Uh, you help me out here. So I'm probably going to get FIFA at the end yeah. of this month. Okay. That's, that's September 29th. Okay. I think starting October, which is like, you know, two days before October, uh, starting October, we're going to start getting some crazy good games here. So you get Mario that's in the, what, middle, middle October, uh, would you October say? October 27. 27. Okay. So the end of October. And then November is when all of the big games hit. I mean, there, there okay. is a lot of stuff coming out, man. I mean, just just on Switch alone, you, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 will hit in 2017, December 1st. Isn't Skyrim, isn't uh, Doom, all of those games are November, right? L.A. Noir is November. Uh, yeah, well, uh, some don't have hard dates yet. So you've got officially in November... So we'll back up a little bit. So in uh, September, you have the Arcade Archives finally launches on Switch, which will include the Mario Brothers Classic Arcade game. You're going to have NBA 2K18 in digital. You're going to have FIFA 18. You're going to have Pokémon Tournament. Um, and then you're going to have SteamWorld Dig 2, Golf Story, and I think that's it for September. And then you move on to October, where you've got Super Mario Odyssey. You've got, um, let's see what else is in October. You have uh, Fire Emblem Warriors. And then in November, you've got a new edition, uh, like an expanded plus edition of Snipper Clips. You have um, also in November is the new Breath of the Wild Champion Amiibo. Cool. You've also got uh, both Resident Evil Revelations games. Sonic Forces is also November. Right. Oh yeah. See, I'm just. I knew I was forgetting. There's so many. And then uh, December first is Xenoblade Chronicles two, and there's still other games like Rocket League and Doom that are holiday 2017. That's crazy. You know, so there's still a ton of games that are supposed to drop by the end of the year that we don't even know. And that's just Switch titles. You've got DS titles. You've, of course, got PlayStation, Xbox, and PC with, you know, South Park, The Fractured Butthole coming out. Um, you know, Destiny 2 just launched, of course. Uh, you've got Battlefield 2 that will be coming out in the Star Wars universe. So just an absolute massive chunk of games at the end of 2017. Yeah. Gosh. I just can't believe it. And majority, if not all of those, especially Doom. Oh, and of course, L.A. Noir comes out in November as well. Most of those games would be multiplayer. That's amazing. That's pretty crazy. The DS line has a ton of their own stuff coming out, uh, not just Pokemon stuff. So, you know, uh, you, could, if, you could be pretty busy playing video games for the rest of the year. Dude, I have to, I have to be... Ah, I have to beat Zelda and like just at least beat the main campaign, and then I need to uh, <laughs> I need to start beating some of these games so that I could start playing new ones. Yeah, man. No, I, I gotta finish uh, Cave Story Plus and Bastion, uh, Luigi Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, and then I just I pre-ordered uh, Metroid uh, Samus Returns, which comes out the day this podcast comes out, and then Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite comes out next week, which I also have on pre-order. I want to so. play that. We're doing a tournament, aren't we? We are going to set up a Heroes Podcast Network tournament, yes. So tune in for that, guys, because uh, if you watched the last fighting tournament, I got very upset, very mad, threw some controllers. <laughs> you know how that goes. It's going to be a good time. Do not throw my controllers. Well, um, so while we're on that note, I have some really exciting stuff to tell everybody about the Heroes Podcast Network. Um, first off, in the world of Patreon, this month starts our brand new video series where we will be reenacting iconic classic movie scenes using a shoestring budget. Um, <laughs> and it, when he says shoestring budget, he means it. 
I do. I mean it. This entire this first movie will cost us thirty five dollars, <laughs> um, and maybe a little bit more. And uh, we uh, we are recording. We're filming on Sunday, so two days after this podcast comes out. If you want a first look at this, go to patreon.com slash heroes podcasts, become a patron uh, contributor. Um, Just at least $1 a month will get you access to these weeks before the public will see them. And uh, I'll give you a hint. Our first scene is from a Quentin Tarantino movie. That's all he can give you. That's it. That's all I can give you. But John, John, you're playing the lead. I will will have a lot of lines. <laughs> but yes, I, that is true. And uh, the other thing I want wanted to announce is for the first time ever, the Heroes Podcast Network will have a booth at a comic convention, Kansas City Comic Con, November tenth, eleventh, and twelfth, and we will be hosting three, maybe a fourth panel at the convention as well for all of our shows. So be sure to join us at Bartle Hall in Kansas City, Missouri, and stay tuned at the Heroes Podcast Network Facebook page, facebook.com slash heroespodcast, because we will be giving away a pair of tickets. Cool. People, who <laughs> wants to win? Who wants to, go to, who wants to go to KCC if you're local? That sounds amazing. I, I'm, ex- I'm excited about it, man. It's going to be a good time. I'm, I'm working on banner designs and, and all that kind of stuff. We'll have, we're hoping to have some swag, do some raffles. It'll be awesome. So I think that's going to be it for us, man. What do you think? I think we've got it. I think we've covered some pretty good stuff today. Released, um, if you guys haven't get in, didn't get a chance to watch the Nintendo Direct, I'm glad we were able to be your source of income and income, <laughs> your source, <laughs> your, your news source for this. And uh, I expect more to come. So great, absolutely, absolutely, man. Well. Yeah, we'll, we'll end this out. Don't forget to check us out at heroespodcast.com and at heroespodcast. Uh, John, you are out there at Buster Props. Is that right? I, I will be at the Buster Props table. Um, in case you guys didn't know, I, I do make some pretty awesome Batman cowls, and uh, I got a lot of other projects on the plate here. So Not just Batman, man. You do uh, Reaper uh, masks from Overwatch. I have one of those hanging right here. So I do Reaper. I, I do uh, Batgirl. uh I do Daredevil, so yeah, I got a lot of cool stuff. Check us out. And you can find me at the Star Trek Dude on social media as well. So that's it for us. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We will catch you guys next week. See ya. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.